Hey, I'm Amanda from Trifecta Fitness. We're proud to be Clarksville's new Get Fit headquarters. Trifecta Fitness is a state-of-the-art spin and strength training studio. Our spin studio is truly one of a kind in this area, complete with 20 state-of-the-art live fitness bikes and an incredible sound system. Our strength training is done in small groups of six or fewer, and all of our strength and spin classes are scalable for every level of experience. Come see us in the heart of Clarksville, just behind Mapco at the corner of Old Trenton Road and Wilma Rudolph Boulevard. Call us for more info at 931-542-6265 or download our Trifecta Fitness app for a full list of upcoming classes. Our next guest values continuous improvement and is sought after for her attention to details, integrity, and her passion to turn businesses around. Having spent years in the corporate world, she understands key strategies and the need to be adhered to to ensure businesses are successful and set up to be recession-proof. She also understands the need for businesses to have customized strategies that fit their particular situation. She is deeply passionate about helping her clients and is committed to forming lasting relationships. She has a heart for her clients and is deeply committed to their businesses being set up for success and being their go-to second brain for their business. So without further ado, let's welcome Kersha Campbell to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Kersha. Thank you so much, Rick. I'm pretty excited and privileged to be here. It's an awesome podcast you have, Connecting Lives. I'm just so overwhelmed with gratitude to be here. Thank you. Oh, it's our, our pleasure to have you here. I, I just realized how long ago we actually connected to get you on here. So it's been a few months since we first talked uh, via email to get you on here. But thankfully, it's coming. It's come to fruition now. We're in the new year and I'm, I'm sure you are busy right now with uh, your clients and hopefully new clients coming on board through a word of mouth. 
if you don't mind, tell us a little more about yourself, a little more than I just, I just gave you a quick blurb about, about you, a longer story about you. You can go as from as far back as you want to go to how we got to where we are now. Sure, thank you. So I am a twin mom. I am also an immigrant originally from Jamaica. I wear several hats. I author, I am an avid volunteer as well, always seeing the importance of getting involved in the community where I am. And I'm, you know, pretty big on serving, helping others. And my first experience with uh, being in the corporate space, I started connecting with other business owners, organizations, you know, outside of that. And I realized that there was such a gap. So there are so many corporate strategies that seemed like the norm to me. However, it was pretty, you know, not familiar for the business owners. So they were great in their skills and they struggled with getting things together on the finances side, on the numbers side of their business. So that definitely led me to really take this pivot, leaving corporate and just deciding to support CEOs, business owners, entrepreneurs on a more intimate level. That's outstanding. It's a good journey too. So you, you, how old were you when you left Jamaica to move to Canada, right? Is I was um, about uh, 31, 32 thereabouts, yeah. Oh, so you were well set in Jamaica before you left there. <laughs> it was it was quite, yeah, I was really set because, I mean, I'd visited, I mean, other countries growing up, however, moving to a whole new country, it's a whole new world. It's something I was always, you know, passionate about growing up and it finally happened, and I must tell you, Rick, it was a range of mixed emotions. My finance director, my VP, they were crying. Oh, I was getting emotional. You're leaving so many ties professionally, personally. And, uh, you know, but however, I was willing to take the risk, and right. here I am. <laughs> you, moved, you moved from a nice warm climate to... A very cold climate most of the year. So, yes, <laughs> a bigger jump. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> so, you got your knack for business. Uh, where did that come from? Was it schooling? Did you go through school for business, or maybe someone in your family influenced you? To be honest, when I reflect on it, as and I've been on other podcasts and just generally been asked, where did it really start? And I can remember growing up, I was the only girl in my home, and a lot of times. My mother did rely on me for assistance with managing the money, you know, yeah. purchasing groceries, uh, kind of allocating what went to where, especially when she wasn't around. So it started from there, you know, unofficially. And as and I realized over the time that most times I was volunteering in other organizations, I was being hit with the treasurer, <laughs> the board or something like that. And then officially though i was introduced to accounting in high school and it was like an instant uh, connection <laughs> i took a turn from medicine and uh, from there I, I was just excelling at accounting and uh, over the years i decided that this is the path i wanted to go however i wanted not to just do accounting to review the numbers that are past review the past i really wanted to specialize in not in being proactive and innovative, supporting business owners, CEOs on a deeper level. Because it's one thing to look behind. The past is important. However, there's so many troubleshooting to, when you look to the future. What should I do? What should I not do? So 
I specialize in management accounting where we get a little bit more intimate with the numbers and what's leading to these results and so forth. And that's very important, especially for the entrepreneur to understand the little steps that they might make a mistake and cause things down the line, the domino effect as they move forward in their business. So it's good exactly. to have the cash flow maven, as you call yourself. There. That's outstanding. <laughs> I also like your website, the Cash Lab. I kept looking at saying, oh, it's Cash Cab. It's good. Thank <laughs> but, uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> when they have the cash flow maven on there with them, telling them this is these are steps you, I've seen people do that are successful. I know this will work for you. I'm sure a light bulb goes off, and especially the small business or entrepreneur. Yes. Their head say, this is someone that really cares for me and wants me to be here in 20 years doing doing great things in, in my life. Mm -hmm. So is that how you, do you measure your, your success by the number of smiles you get from them when you show them that their numbers may need a lot of help or, or hey, you are doing this good, but you could do it a little better. Yeah, to be honest, I am a, I'm a believer in continuous improvement. So I'm always on the lookout, how can I, how can we do this better? What can you change? What can be done differently? Continuous growth and improvement. And one of the things that I find is really important as I connect with those I serve my clients is that importance of, you know, understanding what they really want. I have clients who I'm okay with staying at this level. I just want to be maintained. Others are passionate about growth. So it's customizing their goal, you know, customizing the business to match their goal. It's, it's ultimately what your business is for, to support your goal, those of your family, if you want to get into social enterprises as well. So that success for me is when we, I see the results that they want. I see <laughs> fires being put out. <laughs> and I also see where we're developing a lifelong relationship. So we want to, I want to be at the point where there's no hesitancy to reach out to me. I'm confused about this. I'm overwhelmed. I don't understand this. You don't have to think about, you know, is it too late? I mean, if I miss a call, a call back. So developing lifelong relationships, diving into a bit before the business, their families, and so because all those intertwine with your business, impact your business, decision, results, and direction as well. So that is true success for me with my clients and those I support. Outstanding. And you're definitely right. If, if things aren't good, behind the scenes of a business, like at the family level or friend level, your business is going to suffer no matter, no matter how strong you are in business, yes. you're going to lose some of your focus because something over here is grabbing your attention. And it's good to have a champion in their corner saying, Hey, we, we can focus. I can help you focus here. You fit, you turp that fire out. I'll put this fire out and we'll be successful together. Yes, for sure. Thanks. Yeah. How long did it take you to get on your feet once you moved uh, to where you are now? And uh, get your, I guess your your wings out there flapping and saying, "Hey, come see the cash flow maven." How long did it take you to get everything going? To be honest, it took a few years. When I when I relocated, then I decided, you know, I was gonna complete my designation. So I did that. Then afterwards, shortly after, then I did have my little ones, and then I was in corporate, so back and forth. And then I decided it was time to go, you know, fully on my own. It's something I taught with the idea of growing up for years, for sure. So it, you know, that was a pivotal moment. I decided that I wanted to be able to support my little ones in a different way. And also 
to be there for CEOs, business owners, entrepreneurs in a more powerful way. So it took a, it took a few years and uh, that process, it's still a learning experience to be honest. I have to be honest. I do remember there have been obstacles starting off in terms of letting people see the importance of their numbers. The tradition is that, okay, I just look at stuff once a year and it's tax time and that's not going to cut it right in the corporate world. We don't do, I mean, that's not, that's not going to work. So it's really been committed to that education piece. Let's, you know, business owners know that, you know, there's a better way. There is a better way that, you, you know, that right. will pays off. So those are some of the hurdles helping business owners to understand the importance of what they should be focused on. And also as an immigrant who I did, you know, have certain hitches in terms of persons looking at you different, seeing you different, your accent and so forth. So, you know, those were definitely obstacles along the way that I don't think will ever go away, but they did lead me to really reevaluating me and seeing the importance of my value, not second guessing myself. Cause I used to do that a lot. And uh, it really led me to zero in on me and to really develop a better version of myself so that I can serve others around me in a more impactful way. That's outstanding. And uh, I know uh, going to a new place, anytime you go somewhere new, it's hard going to someplace from another country, moving and becoming one of the uh, becoming a citizen there being the outsider is hard having an accent is harder and having everyone around you look at you like you're someone <laughs> yeah All right. what are you saying <laughs> uh, we don't need to talk to her we need to talk to someone that looks or talks like us i'm sure yeah. that was a big obstacle but i'm glad that you were able to fight through that find that your your value is important and putting a number on you saying my value is x and I know what I can do. I can bring to you. That's outstanding. Yeah. And, and it's always work in progress. That's what I realized. You're always going to have attacks coming from different angles. And, you know, that's life. Everybody's at different level. They're seeing things differently. However, it always goes back to that secure foundation that you're looking at in that, okay, this is me. I'm not perfect. However, I can get the job done. I can do it. Or I'm not perfect. I'm still going however I can add this value. And that is very important because a lot of times the human mind, getting into a little bit of psychology or the human mind, we're prone to look at the negatives. Like we might have 10 things, 20 things that are awesome if we really focus on it. However, just one thing can really throw us off. It's like a bad phone call or email can distort our day if we're not careful. So it's definitely growing more and more and realizing that you know, each level of life, you got to strive to be a better version of the previous you and look at the overall goal because the more successful businesses we have, it doesn't stop at the business. It's going to impact the team, those they employ, the suppliers, the world at large. And that is why I'm just so passionate about supporting business owners in this way. Definitely. And you said something amazing in there that we we always say here at the Misfit Nation you may have those 20 things that go right today. There's always going to be something that goes wrong during your day. Every day something happens that you say, dang it, what just happened? Or like you said, you might get that bad email, that bad text. But we like to call it stacking victories. So if you have those 20 <laughs> right, those are 20 victories that day. Let's get 21 tomorrow. And just exactly. keep it every day. And don't worry. The bad stuff, it's going to be there. You got 
just put it to the side, learn from it, grow, and keep moving forward. No, oh, I like that. I really, really like that. That's so profound. Yeah. Life lessons we've had here. So uh, from our years of doing things as in leadership positions, uh, you learn that it, it's never going to go right every day. Everything's not going to go right. You just got to find the good and keep pushing forward. And I think that's what you have done and to become that go-to for your clients and which basically they become your family as they stay longer with you. And you, yes. you have your, uh, your, I guess, contacts each day, person, different businesses you contact every day. Say, Hey, how are you? Where, what do we need to do today to make, to make things better? Or where are we at now? So how often do you have like calls a day with different businesses? So depending on the day on average, I'm connecting with my clients just about at least once a week, depending on what's happening. It can be, several times a week they you know we create that atmosphere where it's okay to call me at any time if I miss a call or text and I'll you know get back because I really want to have that comfortable relationship a comfort zone where if you even I always say to them no no question is silly if you're thinking about it it bothers you ask you know they don't feel intimidated nobody knows everything so you know we 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 connect pretty often and in connecting it's it's just building more and more a deeper relationship you know going understanding what's happening in their families going to their parties their team parties as well and just connecting at different levels so we're pretty much in touch you know throughout the month almost every day as i said depending on the situation because it's more about not even how often, but you know, just how deep we can talk and really work through the various issues, challenges, goals together. Right, and sometimes they probably just want to call and talk to someone that's different than the person that yells up at work. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, and and sometimes depending on what's happening in your family, to be honest, your spouse, your kids they might not understand the details of what's happening to you. They might not understand, okay, why you're having restless nights. I mean, you're wondering, okay, am I going to meet my payroll? Or you're wondering, okay, is this new contract going to come through? Am I going to? So sometimes they might not be able to understand and you don't want to feel like you're overwhelming them. You want to be understood. I think definitely that's a need for us as humans to be understood. And oftentimes we are not understood and, then that trickles into us getting into a cave or just not, you know, being open because when we're open, we're judged. And then it's that, you know, snowball impact. So that is why I find it so important to really build relationships with those I serve and so forth. Definitely. And like you said, go into your cave because people shut down when everything goes bad. They start to go into their quiet place, their meditation room or wherever no one can see them so and no one can yeah them. and and it's developing that openness too like i have one client and he will he, you know if we call and he'll be like i'm just having a really bad day and rant and rant and rant and i'm happy to hear that because that means he's trusting me enough to say he's having a bad day he's trusting right. me enough to say this is what's on my mind and then we work through together and that those are the things that will deepen connections because then you're understanding if he's not going to be, you know, preparing this report on time. I know it's because he's having a moment we can delay and so forth. And just 
understanding how to interact with each and every one of them in a different way. They have different values, different preferences. Some prefer chat, some prefer in person, some are okay with virtual, just deepening overall relationships. Definitely. And then those are great to build as you go because then they'll also call their friends, their network, and say, you need to go to the cash flow maven and get this, get her services to help you become happy like I am in my business. Because mm -hmm. that's the best way to word of mouth is probably the best way to keep your business going. It, it doesn't cost anything to you once you get that first client happy. It usually it spreads out unless they want to keep you as a secret to them. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's true. It's like I always want to just do the best I can because in my view, nothing speaks more volume than just being who you are, right? Your imperfections, working on those. If you make a mistake, owning up to that. Just getting to that point where this is who you are and, you know, you are, well, it's okay to be you. And that's something that um, to be honest, I struggled with that initially, to be honest. And I do remember there were times, um, my little ones, they were much littler now. They were probably three or four. And you'll be in a meeting and you're like, fingers crossed, I hope they don't come in. <laughs> and, and you know, say hi or just, you know, want something. And I really had to, I really grappled with that. And I had to go back to my order of priorities and who I am. I'm a mom. So honestly, if I can't be open that I'm a mom and my, my kids might be having a tantrum or something, then it, how are we going to deepen our relationship? So I had to really overcome that. And it's a stigma because, you know, you want to be portrayed a certain way online or in the marketplace that this is you. However, you know, it, it's a space to just be who you are. And this is just you. This is you with your little ones. This is you. You have a bad day sometimes i don't get my to-do list done <laughs> sometimes i struggle with uh, you know are you going to understand what i'm saying because of my accent and so forth and that that's that's okay it's just me so definitely being you just being open and honest about who you are mistake this is your life this is you that does help you to fit in more to be honest yeah being your true self it Nowadays, it's a lot harder than it used to be because you have all these different personas you have to have on social media. You got to be this yes. person. Your, your true self on all those places, it just flows easily. It's like for you, if you show pictures of you with your little ones, oh, she's not just a successful businesswoman. She's also a successful mom. Yeah. It's the right path. And sometimes uh, it's hard to separate the two of them. Like you said, you, are they going to come in here? Are they going to make noise? Are they going to, you know, mom, I want food while I'm on the call or something. <laughs> my fear is always my dogs coming in here and barking. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I mean, it does happen. And I think, I think the last two years, to be honest, with COVID and close down, that, that has really shown persons who we really are. Right. So a lot of persons didn't feel that need to, Put on a facade or you know a mask or so they could just say this is who i am my background might not be the best this is just who i am and that's okay so that has opened the way and some you still have some persons who might think you have to be this way that what i just think in the end it's such a, it's about just you behind a business behind your business is you it's exactly. you your kids your family the your messy home or whatever this is your vehicle behind your business it's you and that's what matters most because your business is for you your goals and to serve others too 
right and it's all your hopes and dreams that you're working towards right now and it's not just for you you're working your butt off to do all this but it's not just for you it's so that your little ones see that the value of hard work will get them somewhere great in the future as well definitely and that led me to really look for opportunities when i could take them to some meetings with me depending on what's happening take them to events so they can see me in action and they can be exposed and start growing as you know as little boys that they are seeing life in a different angle in the business world and so forth too and as little boys so you since you said little boys i'm sure your hands are full anyway since little boys tend to be a lot more dangerous as when they're little so oh uh, i don't know if it will ever stop <laughs> they just keep on different levels that's that's what i'm finding so far it just gets worse i think but yeah yeah, yeah. Getting into you're learning more each time they, as they get older you learn a different type of life <laughs> Yeah, my mom had to have been a saint to have me and my two brothers in the house all the time. So thank you for hell on wheels for her. <laughs> so you, you kind of glanced over this earlier. You said you're an author, and I I seen in your bio that you've been in many you're a contributor to like three three or four yes. things. Let's talk about how you got into that. I've always written growing up, to be honest. I was writing poems even in primary school, in high school, I think in high school. And as life goes, I, 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 I didn't. I kind of paused, you know, got getting busy with life and just growing. And then when I, I did a little bit in Jamaica, not a lot. And then when I, when I migrated, then that was the time I realized that okay, it's time <laughs> to get started again because I, I enjoy writing. So that's when I started. I, I did a few while I was shortly after the boys were born. I, I did two books there, and I've been part of various best-selling anthologies. I do also contribute for, I'm a contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine as well. And uh, yeah, writing various articles and so forth. So it's something that I enjoy. That's a little bit of the history of how that works. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's uh, something I enjoy. And I find that, to be honest, you're able to the written word is so powerful getting to people at a different level it is so 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 powerful and they may not hear your voice personally however they will see the word so that is so important so yeah i do enjoy being an author <laughs> they feel your message they can really read your message and understand they probably get closer to you reading your words and then they yes. then they listen to you and say ah now i know who she is for real so this yeah. is I mean, you said little magazines. You forgot to mention American Express or Authority Magazine on there. Yes. <laughs> Pretty big one, right? There. Yes, I've been featured. I, I can't remember everything sometimes. Be humble. I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So, Kirsten, we've talked about a lot of topics from your business, your upbringing, your children, to being an author that you didn't want to really talk about a lot, but you're obviously doing well there, too. What tips would you give to that? young person and growing up and thinking that they have to do something like buy the corporate ladder, what, what tips would you, do, would you give them to get out of that mindset and move on to their dream? To be honest, I would say life is so fluid. Be open. Like, uh, you know, when I look back, there's so many things I said I had to, I thought had to be done this way and I'm learning so much. It doesn't have to be that way. So have an open mind and uh, not just have an open mind, but be firm about your values. 
be very, very firm about your values, you know, integrity, being honest, and so forth. So be open, but know your values so that you are not being swept away because peer pressure is real as adults. In the corporate world, in the business world, we get it too. So the more you're clear about your values, then it reduces the impact of the peer pressure. Peer pressure will tell you that you have to do it this way, but you don't have to do that. So be clear that there's so many different paths to get to the destination. Be open with that. Be okay with that. See each experience as a learning experience. You want to be, you don't have to go to university first. You don't have to do this first. And that's okay. So be okay with being different for the right reasons, right? Be okay with being different for the right reasons. So those are definitely some of the tips I'd say to a young person. I would also quickly add the importance of reading. Read widely. Have men mentors, you might not personally talk to them, listen to podcasts, TED Talks are good. You're just seeing our world. Our world is so big. And, you know, reading books with my little ones and watching certain stuff, you're like, oh, I didn't even know this, or you're still learning. So right. get so excited and passionate about learning because the more you learn, the more you expose, it's going to help you to channel your decisions in the right way. Exactly. That's outstanding. I love that first line. Life is fluid. Be open. I might steal that as well. So that's good. <laughs> so Kersha, where can someone uh, find you and be able to contact you to either just chat with you or get you to help their business? So you can find me. I hang out on LinkedIn a lot. And I'm also at www.thecashlab.ca. So you can find me there and on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram too as a cash lab. I'm also on Facebook. So feel free to chat. If you have a question, comment, feel free to chat. If you are unclear about something in your business, I'm happy to chat with you as well. And remember, be okay with asking questions. Don't feel intimidated. It's okay. I had to overcome that. Even sometimes it tries to sneak up back. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to keep learning that's quite fine outstanding and again life is fluid be open i love it and uh, thank you for taking some of your time tonight to hang out with us uh, i look forward to hearing from you again in the future yes thank you so much for having me and uh, i do must commend you again you and your team for just this platform right i've just been looking at the interviews and they are really so impactful. So I must say hats off to you and your team for Thank having you. this platform. Misfit Nation appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be back yeah. in a minute. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for checking us out and being a part of the Misfit Nation. Don't forget to visit our website at themisfitnation.com it's themisfitnation.com to catch up on all of our episodes and also to get some of that great Misfit Nation gear. As always, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling because we are 